you are divine. Hello there, my beautiful pumpkins, and welcome back to the Pumpkin Patch. Listen, I know, like, not even two weeks ago, we went on a hiatus. Your girl was really deep in her feelings. And for me, I think I recorded that last episode maybe the second week into July. So it's been a little bit longer for me, maybe even the first week of July did I get that done. Um, So it's been like, I don't even know how many weeks for me. I want to say about three that I have taken off. And I'm feeling significantly better. I'm a little bit scared to (laughs) this is this is we're having some authentic conversation. Okay. I'm a little bit scared to even jump back in the saddle of podcasting. Because there's a part of me that's like Chloe, you finally created space in your schedule to be with yourself, do things that you like to do. And now you're going to start filling it up with more tasks with bringing the podcast back. But I guess if I could add anything to this, well, first and foremost, oh my gosh, I was so rude. I didn't even say like, hi, I've missed you because I have. (laughs) I know for y'all, it hasn't been as long, but for me, it's been a lot longer. And the last episode, if you didn't listen to it, you definitely don't have to, but we went on a little bit of a break. I literally took a one week break for all of you that listen. It was one week, but for me, it was several and I was feeling really depressed. I wasn't feeling myself. I, I felt like I needed to get rid of everything but the bare minimum at that time. And that to me was working on brand deals for YouTube and working on my Patreon. That was like the bare minimum. And everything else I let go of. I stopped doing private readings. I stopped doing the podcast for a while. And now it's been about three-ish weeks and I'm feeling significantly better. And I just wanted to talk about today how I feel like I got out of that depressed state of mind and how maybe a topic that is difficult for some to address. I feel like I am the right person to talk about it. Um, How I used magic to amplify myself and get myself out of this depressive state that I was in. So I think before I even dive into the topic at all, I need to say that I am in no way saying that magic can heal your depression or your anxiety. I don't necessarily believe that it is that powerful. However, I do feel like you can use magic to allow yourself to re-empower yourself and to get you to make the right choices to get out of the state that you're in. So in a roundabout way, yes, I do think using magic can help your mental health. However, I'm not trying to say that it is the end all be all. I also think speaking to a trained professional is helpful. I think medication, if you need it, is helpful. You know, I'm not trying to say that like you're going to cast this one fucking spell and you're going to feel on top of the world and everything's going to be magically better because we also have to take everybody's stories into consideration. Like this is why what works for me may not work for you. This is why, um, you know, somebody with 
a gluten intolerance, can't eat gluten. But me, that is just a little bit gluten sensitive, I can have some gluten, right? One diet is not going to be for everybody. And it's the same way to me with magical workings. I feel like this is why I don't often share a lot of my own spell crafting or a lot of my own magical workings is because for me, it is so perfectly curated to me and my lifestyle that I don't feel like it's going to work for every other person on the planet. And it's not supposed to. Like, it's really more about your intention and your belief and what you bring to the table that is going to make it work or not work for you. And I do feel, though, that this information is valuable, especially for those of you that maybe you're in a situation where you can't afford to speak to a mental health professional. Maybe medication is something that you don't have access to right now, but you might have access to a spell candle, some olive oil and some oregano in your cabinet, you know? And so I do feel like this information is valuable. I don't know why I'm sitting here justifying myself, probably because I do really believe in logic and Western medicine and psychology, but I also really believe in mysticism. And I think it's important to make room for both. It's both and. So I just never want to give anyone the impression that I'm like, oh, yeah, just do this thing. And your your depression is going to be gone. Your anxiety is going to be gone. You're going to be a 1000% better. I never want to give people that impression because sometimes it's going to take more. Sometimes, um, Sometimes you also might be going through something because it's actually bringing you to a new evolved place, you know, like, um, I can only use examples for my own life. I'll speak for myself here, but I'm always reminded of the time period where I ended up having emergency surgery and lost my sister all within the same month. And that was such a dark time period for me. But from that time period in 2017, I came out more authentically myself than I ever had been before. And I actually ended up closing down from the world a little bit going into full hermit mode. And that was like my first ever spiritual awakening was during that time period. And I ended up getting super into spirituality into tarot and I'm in this community that I'm in now. So sometimes I think that those dark time periods can really serve you in some way and you're meant to experience for a reason. However, I do feel like sometimes when you are just feeling triggered every fucking day over everything, there comes a point where you kind of have to be like, okay, this in no way is serving me enough is a fucking enough, which this is basically the straw that I got to. And that's why I'm leading in with this is I kind of need to explain and I don't know if I've said it in a previous episode. Y'all know that my mental health journey has been a big part of the podcast over the last year because it's been a big part of my life for the last year. And when I tell you that I was feeling triggered by everything, I mean everything. Things that I couldn't even explain. And like... I would be going from cooking food in the kitchen to plating it. And that transition between the stove and the plate gave me anxiety. The um, transition from being inside to stepping outside, instant anxiety. The transition from doing my own thing to talking to another human, anxiety. The transition from work into playing a video game, anxiety. Like, even just going outside and seeing somebody else doing construction on a building, anxiety, everything. I was feeling super overstimulated and anxious over every tiny little thing. And whether it was big or small, I was feeling anxiety in every single 
instance. And what happened was I was dealing with these triggers so much that eventually it snowballed into depression, which is what happens for me. Uh, I don't know if that's everybody's experience, but for me, when I am in a prolonged state of anxiety, I end up very severely depressed. And so I started to get really depressed, started to get really existential, started to get really nihilistic, which is like nihilism to me is the one area that I do not like to be in where it's like everything feels completely pointless and I can't see the beauty in anything. So that's when I was like, listen, this is not serving me. Like there is nothing here that is serving me. And I can tell there is like, I've been sitting here in my feelings. I've been making space for them. I've been letting my body rest and do what it needs to do. This is not serving me. And I finally said enough is enough. And I think it was the full moon in cancer rolled around, which is funny because I have cancer in Mars and Venus. I'm a, actually, I want to say I have a cancer stellium in my chart. Um, all cancer in the, technically, if we're going by whole sign houses, I have cancer in the eighth, but it, I usually don't use whole sign houses. But in any case, I have a lot of cancer placements in my chart. <laughs> um, but I think it's interesting that my Mars and Venus are right there, right? So like my beauty, my affinity for beauty and my, um, my drive, my motivation, my inspiration comes from this really heart centered place that I just couldn't feel. And so on the cancer full moon, my family was also there. I had a couple family members at my house staying for a time period. And my husband, of course, was there as well. And we did the, I always recommend it to y'all. It's the Yasmin Bolin's Moonology book. Um, I did the gratitude. No, I did the release ritual out of that book and then the gratitude ritual. And I know most people say not to manifest with a full moon. It's more about the new moon, but I am a chaos witch. So I do whatever I want. <laughs> and I think you can do both. So I decided after I did these two rituals, which they're really simple, the release ritual is literally just like forgiving yourself, forgiving other people, doing a meditation and then burning that piece of paper that you wrote everything down on. And the gratitude is very similar. And so I did those two rituals. And then in my own book of shadows, I talked about this in my discord server, which if you're not part of the discord, what are you even doing? Um, it is available to everyone and it's free, but in the discord server, um, I actually put in the witchcraft chat because somebody was asking about it. Um, I kind of put my whole spell in there, but I'm going to tell you about it here just in case. So you might want to take some notes. Okay. If you're feeling in your feels and you want to try the same spell, you don't have to do it exactly like me. I use things very intentionally for myself, but um, I'll try to get some links for you down below of some of the items that I use. Like if you're looking for candles or a box of herbs or um, to like have the specific things that I used, I will try to get links for you. So um after I did those two rituals, uh, you know, I was really, we'd like set the space. We did all the calling the corners, protection, magic, things like that. Um, I sat down in my book of shadows that I keep and I just wrote out all of the things that I was calling in. It was not very many things like truly in the past, when I get into a big manifesting headspace, I tend to have a laundry list of things. This was like 
a single paragraph. It was all about my feelings, all about the things that I wanted to either let go of or bring in. And I wrote everything as if it were happening in the present tense. And then I used a gray candle because gray is about like canceling out, which granted, please remember, I'm giving you my tools, but use what you intuitively feel called to. It doesn't have to be the same tools as me. Use what you feel intuitively called to. So um, I used a gray candle because gray candles are typically known for cancellation. I use this oil that if I can find a link, I will link it for you. It's from the witch's moon. I love this oil so much that I got a bottle of it and I loved this shit so much that I, when it was gone, I went out and bought a second bottle with my own money. So really good oil. It's called like the sun oil or something. It's something about the sun. It's got calendula in it. It smells very citrusy. Um, I use this oil to invoke joy on the candle. And you could say that like, because I put that on the gray candle, like maybe that was canceling out my joy. But to me, I set the intention that anything that was blocking my joy would be removed. And this was the replacer. So I, I lubed up my candle with some of this oil, which you could just use olive oil. You don't need this oil in particular, but I felt like it was a nice touch. And then for my herbs, I used St. John's wort for good health. I used rose petals to bring in Aphrodite's energy because I don't know if y'all know that about me, but I work with the goddess Aphrodite. She is, I don't know if I've ever really like dedicated her my matron, but she is a deity that I have worked with since I was a child. Like me and Aphrodite go way, 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 way back. She is the one goddess that like, I have a statue in my room. She gets fresh flowers every week. Like we have a very serious bond and she comes through in a lot of my readings that other people do for me or even when I do them for myself. So, um, I put some rose petals on there for Aphrodite's aid. Uh, for you, you could do some kind of other herb that represents your own deity. Uh, I did mint for making it work fast because mint is known for fast acting property. And then I used lavender to make this happen in a non-stressful way to really bring like peace and calm into all of this anxiety I'd been feeling. And then when I was ready, I lit the candle, put it in a holder, lit it, and I did candle flame gazing, which is something that if you don't have time to do this spell, this is the one thing that if you use nothing else but a candle and your intention, this is the most important part. And that is you need to give this spell your intention, meaning if you have to sit there for two hours and candle flame gaze, that's what you got to do for two hours. Like I gazed into this flame for probably almost the entire two hour period. And it's cool because you can put your intention in, like you can imagine yourself really healthy, imagine your mental health getting better. And the thing that I saw in my flame the most was I saw a lot of green in my flame specifically. And green is naturally the color of healing. And I noticed like my other, my sibling and my niece and my husband that were all there, their flames didn't look like that. Mine looked different. And a lot of them used the same stuff I used. And not to say that their spell didn't work, but they were looking for different things beyond healing. So that's how number one, I knew it was working. Number two, I felt the presence of Archangel Raphael. 
um, Archangel Raphael, which he is known for aiding in healing as well. And so I just knew, I knew that it was working and I was imagining myself healed. I was imagining myself finding joy, feeling better. Even if I couldn't tap fully, fully in because I was feeling some type of way, I still would put myself as close to it as possible. And then I did start to feel the feelings of joy and feeling lighter. And as the candle burned down, it just got better and better and better. So um, once it finally burned out, I actually genuinely felt that the next day I felt better. And from that point, so that was the full moon that happened about, gosh, when y'all are seeing this, I think it happened like a month ago, but or when you are hearing this, it happened about a month ago, but I genuinely believe that it worked. However, the thing that I really want to point out is it wasn't like I just lit this candle and then did nothing. I not only put a bunch of my intention into it, but I also made decisions that made me feel better. So I started cleaning my house. This is when I put the podcast on hiatus. Um, this is when I, that day, I actually decided to close all of my personal readings. And I only actually have one reading currently that I have to finish. And my queue is completely closed out. I don't have any other readings to do. Um, you know, I made decisions that aligned with getting out of this state of being and getting back into the things that I care the most about. Not to say that I don't care about personal readings. I love personal readings, but I think something that I really got away from is I'm, I'm a Saturn and Aquarius. And I know a lot of you that listen also are. And something you need to know about yourselves, if this is you or you know somebody with this placement, is in your career field, you are a community driven person. You are here for the masses at large. It's not that you're not here for the individual, because in order to be part of the mass, you have to be here for the individual. But you want your work in particular, because Saturn rules our career, Saturn rules our work. You want your work to be geared towards a whole community, not just the individual. And for me, I was spending so much time doing personal readings that I had very little time for community and it was depleting all of my energy. And that's one of the reasons I don't know if I will ever open private readings up again because I've done them from March until through the month of July. So April, May, June, I did them for about four months and though I loved the connecting, I loved all the feedback that I got. Um, it was a good experience for me to have. I realized, and we're going to talk about this later in the month in another podcast episode, so I don't want to talk too much about it. But I realized that that was the biggest source of my own energy sink. And it's because I wanted to always show up with my best energy for this, but I wasn't able to be a community leader while giving all of my energy to the individual, if that makes sense. And again, it's not that every one member of the community isn't important. And I can still do that in my day to day life in the comments in the discord, like, I can still be somebody that meets with the individual. But ultimately, the bulk of my work needs to be in a place where it is going to the full community. Because before all of this, y'all, I had uploaded twice the entire month of July. And I think by the time July closed, I had rolled out like five or six videos because I made a change in the middle of the month. But 
by at the time of all of that for i'd only uploaded twice like that's for me that's almost unheard of only during the height of my own emotional and mental breakdowns has that been a reality so yeah i mean i guess i was in another eye so it kind of makes sense but I just didn't have time. I was dedicating so much time to personal readings that I didn't have time to curate new content. And that, when I realized it, made me really sad. I was like, wow, I don't feel like a community leader right now. And I know that many of you that listen, you don't feel that way about me. You're just letting me do my own thing, giving me my own grace, letting me be my most authentic expression of self. But for me, that hurt. Like, I have been on the platform of YouTube consistently since 2013, almost 10 years. And I don't think I've ever gone through such a lull where my content was just not being put out consistently. So I don't know, that like really struck me. But my point to all of that is I started committing to the things that I actually really wanted to commit my time to, which again is the Patreon, the YouTube. And now that I've started doing that, my schedule is extremely open. Like I... Even this week, I cleared out most of my reading queue this week and I've worked four hour in four hour increments every other day. So I'm working between three and four days a week, four hours at a time and getting all of my work done and having room for anything else I want to do. And that feels awesome. I feel like I have time for my friends. I have time for my family. Uh, just the other night, I spent nine hours nine of them on the phone with my sister playing fall guys. <laughs> we had a great time. I got to like level 41. It was a good time in the season. Um, if y'all don't play fall guys and you own a switch, please get it. It's free to play and it's actually really fun and it's cross platform. So if you play on PC, your friends or family on switch can also play not sponsored though. I wish it was Uh game is so freaking fun. I've put so many hours into it, but like I would have never had time for that if I had been working the way that I had been working previously. So um, it's funny too, because there was somebody in my comments recently that was like, when you said you were a workaholic, I was like, no way. And then you started explaining all of the different roles that you fill. And I was like, oh, you are. <laughs> so um, I don't think we realize sometimes, and I'm not trying to be like, oh, poor me, pity me, but I don't think we realize sometimes that these glamorous lives of people that do work online, I don't think we always have a true grasp of how much work actually goes in and how busy you can actually let yourself become. And like, honestly, that's another thing. If I could add like anything else to this is I wanted to collaborate with people the entire month of July for fall in July on my YouTube channel. And I'm doing those collaborations now. Like I think I've put two of them out already. Actually, by the time you listen to this, I think three of them will have gone out and there's a fourth one on the way, but I was so stressed out and overworked that I had to cancel a lot of the collaborations that I had planned and move them. So again, just not the way that I like to work. Y'all know I'm a Virgo in the 10th house. My um, midheaven is in Virgo and a bitch is a perfectionist. I like things to be posh and polished and looking good. And I like to be ahead of schedule at all times. And I finally feel like I'm giving myself that freedom and that grace again. And it feels correct. So in any case, this was really just like a catch up podcast on 
kind of what the heck happened. I don't even remember exactly what I said in the last episode where I took a hiatus for a week. Um, I I don't even remember. Like, I know I was telling y'all that I was feeling depressed and I didn't really know what to do with that energy. And I just, I was not feeling good. And I feel like when I finally gave myself the time, I was able to figure out exactly what I needed to do. And I guess if there's anything else I could add to this, if any of y'all are in that same dark space where you're feeling really depressed, you are feeling like nothing really matters, you don't know what to do to get out of it, you feel lack of energy, maybe it's burnout, you know, the one thing I would say is if you are able to strip it down to the bare minimum, because I feel like that was like, besides doing the spell candle stuff, that was the most important action I took afterwards is I stripped it down to the bare minimum. What was the least amount of work I could do? And what could I do? Oh, I didn't even talk about this part. What could I do that actually made me very, very happy? And how could I incorporate that back into my day? And what I came to find was... I didn't actually have to be as hard on myself and make myself be available to everyone all the time. And the second thing that came out was I wasn't doing any of the things that I love to do. I told y'all in the beginning of this episode, I'm a cancer Venus. Do you know what that means? That means that I love my house. Like truly cancer Venus people, we love being in the home. We love cleaning. We love cooking. We love feeding other people. We love being happy and cozy in the home environment. And I felt like I didn't have any of that. I was constantly being a working machine. I was doing the opposite. Literally, that's Capricorn energy. I was doing the opposite of what my Venus sign loves to do, which is like how I desire to love myself and how I desire to be loved is you know, being taken care of in the home. And so I started making more time. There was one Saturday that I cleaned my entire house from top to bottom, which made me insanely happy. Um, I cleaned so much. I girl boss so hard that I got 10,000 steps just walking around my house. And that to me is crazy that I was able to get that much done. Um, And my whole house was immaculate. And ever since then, like I do the dishes every single day. I keep up with my laundry. I do things that make my home situation easier to live in because I feel like nobody talks about that or maybe y'all do and I just haven't heard it. But when you are feeling depressed, that is the first thing for me that goes out the window is the things that actually give me joy, which is like keeping my home clean and cooking food for myself or my family. Those are two things that actually create pure pleasure and joy in me. I know it sounds weird. Some of y'all probably can't even fucking stand that idea of cooking and cleaning, but Cancer Venus people, we literally are like the house husbands, the housewives, the house people. We are those people. Like if I could work consistently the way that I've been working and be a housewife 90% of the time, that's actually how I would prefer to spend my time. And I feel like that's really what I got back to is I've started just like cleaning my home and having a dedicated schedule for that and making sure that I'm fed, making sure that dinner every night makes sense for me and my family. And when I say me and my family, it's like my cats and my husband and myself, but You know, that's something that means something to me to have that. And again, I know some of y'all hear that and you can't stand the thought, (laughs) but I know my other cancer Venuses out there get it. 
that's what you love to do the most is to nurture and take care of the people that are around you, including yourself. You like yourself to be cared for that way too. And you give the service that you would like to receive as well. And so for me, that was huge. I got to spend an, like an entire day. My husband was actually out at the Pokemon events, which I actually thought about this. Um, I don't know if any of y'all are in the Washington area, but um, I've been recognized on the street one time. I'm, let me just have this for a moment. Okay. I'm not trying to be like egotistical, but it's something I wanted to talk about because if any of y'all went to the Pokemon Go event in Seattle, it was a big deal this past month. I was supposed to be at that event and I chose not to go, but I wonder if any of y'all would have recognized me if I was there <laughs> because I have been recognized on the street once and not here. It was not in the state of Washington. It was actually in San Francisco, but I feel like if I was ever going to be recognized, it would be in Seattle because it's a happening city. I feel like a lot of my viewers and podcast listeners, there are some of you that live in the Seattle area that also like Pokemon. So that would have been super crazy. My husband was there, but many of y'all don't know him as well because I don't bring him like, I don't, even when I vlog, I don't always show him. I cut him out of my videos a lot because I like to keep my private life private as much as possible. Um, but yeah, my husband was there. All my friends were there, but I chose to stay home and actually clean my house. And that was good for me. It actually made me feel better. And yeah, ever since then, there's definitely still like feelings of discomfort and anxiety that crop up, but I feel like I am able to sit with them a little bit better and I don't feel depressed. And that was what I did the magic for initially. The spell was for the depression. I was like, listen, this depression is not fucking serving me. And I can tell. And this is a consequence of going through this anxious mode for a really long time. And I need it to go. I can't, I can't get better in this state of being. And so, um, you know, I really feel like I feel like it worked. I feel like that candle really did work. Again, I felt the presence of Archangel Raphael. I knew that Aphrodite was there helping me. And I believe that my intentions were really fulfilled on that. So I feel like I, I feel better, which is great. I know y'all always want to hear when your girl is doing better. But I also feel like I'm having to be really careful with that because I just put together my August calendar today because it's about to be August for y'all. It already is. And it looks pretty good. Like, I don't feel like the calendar looks overwhelming, but I have added a couple of things to it. Like, I really want to when I start to see this is the problem. <laughs> and this is what I mean when I tell you I'm trying not to overload myself is whenever I start to clear time in my schedule for me, I start to fill it back up with other projects that I miss doing. And though I don't think that's always a bad thing, because I love the things that I do like this podcast, y'all don't even know when I was gone, I recorded twice and then deleted the episodes because I was like, no, Chloe, like you just needed to sit and have a venting session. That's not a podcast episode, but I missed this project. I love making podcasts. Now I don't have an editor for this podcast anymore because right now it's just financially not an option for me, but, um, I, I missed the project. So I just feel like at the same time, 
is it wrong? Is it wrong to fill my time with things that I actually miss doing? And I guess I just have to be careful. And I would say that this is the same with anyone out there that is doing the most. You just have to be careful and recognize when the thing that you're doing because you love to do it becomes something that you're doing it because you feel like you have to. And I think that that's kind of where I'm at right now is I don't want to make this podcast if it feels like an obligation. And if it continues to feel fun, then I want to keep making it. So that's why I'm here today is because I felt like making it. I'm not going to promise y'all that there's going to be a new episode every single week. Um, I do have plans for that this month. But that's kind of the agreement I'm making with myself is the moment this feels like it's an obligation and I'm not having fun anymore. I'm going to like take a break and I might not always announce it. So there might be time periods where there isn't going to be a consistent episode. But for right now, I do feel like I have the energy to be here and I want to be here. So I hope that this episode, I know it's a little bit of whiplash from the last one, a little bit of an emotional whiplash, but your girl is doing so much better. I have such like high intention, high hopes for the future. Um, I gotta have high, high hopes for living. Oh my gosh. I love that song. One of my favorites, a classic. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the episodes that are coming. The episode next week, I think y'all are going to be super excited about. It's one that you have asked for multiple times on my YouTube channel, and I'm actually hoping to bring a guest in for it. So we may or may not have a very special guest next week. Um, but I love you so much, Pumpkin. Thank you so much for your patience, for your grace. And thank you for tuning in to listen to me ramble about my depressive state and how I feel like I got out of it. <laughs> I love you so much and I hope that uh, you're having a magical day. Please do not forget wherever you are in the world, when you stand in your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.